Happy February, podcast fam. Jay Carter is the CEO and co-founder of Dream Dedicated, a digital marketing agency specializing in social media video advertising, currently based out of Jacksonville, Florida. Jay graduated from the University of Florida in 2017 with a major in sport management and minor in mass communications. After graduating, Jay produced and marketed his first music video on social media to 50,000 views. He was then contacted by local businesses to help them with online marketing. He took that leap of faith and started up Dream Dedicated. Since then, he's produced and marketed videos that have been seen by millions of people online and have generated millions in sales for his clients. He's produced videos and marketed for brands such as the University of Florida, Chick-fil-A, Ford, and Watson, to name a few. In this episode, we talk about being an expert versus being a jack of all trades, mental health and burnout, being well-networked, mentorship, and so much more. Enjoy today's episode. You are listening to WHOA Podcast, coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the WHOA GNV Podcast, the podcast for you businesses and individuals that make you go, whoa. Whoa. That's right. I am your host, Colin Austin, and my co-host is Michael Deeds. I never know when you're going to loft the beach ball to me, right. and I need to spike it, or if you're just going to like do it yourself, and I'm like, oh. just depends, man. Depends on the mood. That's depends right. on the mood. How are you doing? I'm well. I see that this episode is recording on February 1st, so I have to give it a good, uh, okay, campers, rise and shine, and don't forget your booties, because it's cold out there today. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, no, you will. Yeah. All the young tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite. So that's that's a that's a quote from Groundhog Day. Yeah, if you have the app Time Hop, it shows you all of your like statuses and stuff like that. That's so your status every. I, I post it every year, so it's like seven years ago, and it says it. Six years ago, it says it's like, it's like awesome. the next like five pages are all the same thing. So it's like I'm living in Groundhog Day. That's awesome. <laughs> it's a good movie. Check it out. Anyway, <laughs> well, happy Groundhog Day, everybody. Yeah, happy Groundhog Day. <laughs> happy February. We're yeah. already a month into the year. Can you believe it? Seems like only yesterday we were ready for 2020 to be over, and now we're a twelfth of the way through 2021. Oh, what is, what is time? Right, you guys. Let's thank some sponsors so we can get into the show. You all know that due to the impact of the coronavirus, that deeply, deeply cleaned and highly sanitized businesses are the new norm. And the best restoration has been cranking to help businesses get back up and operating. You know your customers are going to want to walk into a business they know is safe. Make sure you call the best, the best restoration, and let them help you keep your business top notch. These guys can handle it. All. Let me just list some of the services real quick so you have an, an idea of all of their capabilities. These guys do water extraction and restoration, mold remediation, which they've helped us with. <laughs> uh, what a mess. Uh, Let's not go there again. Nightmare. Area rug cleaning. And they have some incredible equipment over there. Like I saw that. Dude, it's, it's crazy what these guys can do. Um, air ducts cleaning, carpet cleaning, tile and grout cleaning, carpet repairs. They have carpet protection, per, protected services, upholstery cleaning services a fire damage restoration, and more. Heck, maybe Jorge will even give you some coaching services. <laughs> <laughs> the guy does it all, you guys. Uh, man, it, you sit down with him for a few minutes, you will get amped for life, right? You saw him earlier today. I met today. him today, man. Shout out to George. His energy is infectious, man. Right? Love that guy. So, man, we are so honored to have him and the best restoration as sponsors of this show. So uh, definitely support them, you guys. Be sure to give them a shout out at 352-505-3321. That's where you can contact them, 352 505 
3321 or visit them at thebestrestoration.com. That's right. And from the masters of disaster to the masters of pizza, we want to give a lot of love to another guy with a big heart for this community, Kyle Cohen and his team at Leonardo's Millhopper. Uh, let me tell you guys about the early week specials Leo's Millhopper has going on. They've got Manicotti Monday, Lasagna Tuesday, Chicken Parm Wednesday. Plus, it all comes with an order of sultry and scrumptious garlic knots. You get all that for $10. Seriously, where can you get more food than that for $10? <laughs> Uh, rumor has it Lasagna Tuesday has been just like off the charts blowing up. Uh, so give them a call at 352-376-2001 or order online at leonardosmillhopper.com. You can also use 352delivery.com if you'd like to have it delivered. Uh, Big, big shout out, big thanks to Kyle and team at Leo's Millhopper. And you guys, please, please support these incredible sponsors. They make this show happen and we wouldn't be here without them. So do what you can to put some love and some money in their pocket so they can keep helping us. Right? Yes, absolutely. And before we get into the show, I also want to give a thank you to one of our community partners as well, you guys. You guys, the Gainesville Business Report has been writing some awesome articles on our guests. Um, it's been so much fun collaborating with them. Be sure to check them out. Gain, to get all your Gainesville business news from them, it's at GainesvilleBizReport.com. That's GainesvilleBizReport.com. Thank you so much, Gainesville Business Report, for being one of our community partners. You guys are absolutely awesome. Love you guys. Love collaborating with you, and thank you for highlighting our incredible guests. Yeah, let's get into it. You ready? I'm ready. Are you ready, sir? I'm ready. I'm excited. <laughs> he looks ready. <laughs> Yeah. Today on the show, we have Jay Carter Martin, CEO and co-founder of Dream Dedicated, a digital marketing agency specializing in social media, video, advertising. Jay Carter, welcome to our show, man. What's going on, man? It's a pleasure to be here. I feel like we've been like, you know, waiting to make this happen, Yeah, for a while. We've been on that same wavelength, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. Dude, I'm excited, man. I'm I'm excited, excited, man. It's a pleasure to be here and super excited, bro. Well, let's dive in, man. Thank dive you for in. Me. Yeah, no, for of sure. course. We're excited. So, we like to start with everybody's story, man. I want to kind of hear how you got into this. Yeah. Um, just hear how you became an entrepreneur, everything, man. Let's, Love let's, it, let's man. go. So, I went to UF. Um, I, I went here for my major, was in sport management, and I minored in mass communication. Um, loved it while I was here, man. I actually got an opportunity to work with the football team. So, I worked as an equipment manager. I got to travel with them to all the games and all the seasons. Um, I worked specifically with uh, the defense, so defensive backs, safeties, cornerbacks, and stuff like that. Um, Got to work with the women's basketball team, too, so I was deeply involved in all the sports um, here on campus, which was a lot of fun. Uh, So I did that, uh, graduated 2017, and then uh, I kind of started, you know, figuring out what I wanted to do. You know, we got this degree, um, what I want to do. So at first, I thought I wanted to be a sports agent. So that's kind of like the route I wanted to do. I like the mass communication piece. I like marketing. Um, so I thought I wanted to be a sports agent, learned about a lot about the industry. And then after speaking with a lot of sports agents, I realized it, it might not be something that I was totally interested in. And uh, my mentors always told me, man, you know, get on the phone, talk to people in the industry. So you got to get that real feedback from the actual career field. So then, um, well, I don't know if I want to do that. So I got an internship um, with the PGA Tour. I was at the first tee for a while, learned a lot about business there. And then, uh, so I did that for for half a semester. And then I did my full internship at Fanatics, which is an e-commerce store. They do all of the e-commerce for the, all the national football teams and the, the national basketball teams, all the big leagues, right? So that's kind of when I got, I got started in the touch of like online marketing and, and email marketing and website design. Um, so while I, while I was there, 
um, you know, I was into social media and stuff. I came along, you know, Gary Vee, all these big influencers, and uh, it really inspired me. I'm like, you know what? Uh, I, I'm interested in these things. And and and, and Gary Vee had a video where he's like, if you're sitting in your cubicle right now and you got bigger aspirations and stuff, it's time to take a leap of faith. So um, I started getting clients while I was actually at my internship. And um, while I was there, um, I started doing the whole marketing. So I started with website design and I started my own agency in 2018. Um, and then that year in February 1st, I think 2018, I decided to take it full time. And so we, we're still here today. Um, and now we specialize mainly in social media video advertising, but we started off like any agency, just offering anything that we could, you know, SEO, PPC and all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of in summary how I started to get into the marketing space. Okay, so were you always based in Jacksonville? So I was here in Gainesville. I moved back up. My family, um, I'm originally from New Jersey. So that's why I was born. But I moved down to St. Augustine. Your neighbors with Gary Vee is what you're saying. Uh, yeah, I mean, basically. He's, he's a Jersey boy, right? I passed by his office space. I went down there one time and visited a couple years back. And it was awesome just to see like where Vayner Media was. Uh, but yeah, so New Jersey came down here a while. So I would say I was raised in St. Augustine because I was, I think, around 10 years old when I actually came down. So I was raised in St. Augustine, um, came down to UF, went to school here, and then now I live in Jacksonville. So I moved back up. My, 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 uh, my fiance, she's doing nursing, um, and she works at a hospital there, so we moved up to Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah, so that's kind of like where we're at now. We're based out of there now. So tell, talk to me a little bit about the process of like this, this exploration, right? Because I know like you also are a rapper. Yeah. You, you know, you, so I mean, what, did you start kind of there and it evolved into something else? Like where was, where were you like, all right, this is what I am doing. Exactly. So that's actually how it started. So my passion has always been music. My dad was always into music. He kind of instilled that love for music into me at an early age. Um, and then, so basically how it started was when I graduated school, I was like, hey, you know, my passion is music. I'm going to dive heavily into it. So I bought my first camera, uh, and, and that's actually how I got into social media advertising. I made a music video, produced it all myself, and I marketed it online to like 40,000 views on Facebook. And I was just doing it because I love my music. I was learning how to run ads myself, and I kind of promoted it. But then my lo some local business owners were like, hey, can you promote my videos? Can you produce a video for me? Can you run my ads for my local business? And I was like, sure, I guess I can do that. So at first, it didn't really start with me trying to start a business. They just wanted to you know, put all my talents and focus into music. Um, but then I also realized, you know, you need to make an income and you need it to have a, something that you can, you know, uh, make a living off of. So I was like, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I can do that. I, I like being creative. I like, so that's when my kind of self journey started with business and I'm still learning it today. You know, I've been uh, doing, I've been doing it full time now for three years, um, but I started the business then just helping business owners with online marketing and it just grew since, since then. So it did stem from the music and I'm still doing music now. I'm getting ready to leave, release my first album. So Are I'm excited you? for that. Nice. Yeah, man, I'm super excited for that. <clears throat> Yeah, so it's been a long journey, but I'm excited to finally kind of dive back into the music now. All right, so you and I were talking a little bit before the show. Yeah. About like the, well, you know, one of your buddies saw my book, The One Thing, right? We started talking yeah. about The One Thing. And, you know, I'm one of these guys who likes to be involved in a lot of different things. Yeah. So it's super difficult for me to like focus on the one thing. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, my one thing is entrepreneurship. And exactly. That's a really big one thing. So I mean, how have you been able to like really like, you know, cut it down, if you will? Like, yeah. You know, do you say say you release this album and like the the rapping 
takes off. Yeah. Like, yeah, are yeah, you going to yeah. fold the business side? Have you even like made, like thought that through? Yeah. You're just kind of like, are you still like in an experimental phase or do you feel like, no, this is like what I'm meant to do? Yeah. So talking about the one thing, like I think what I mentioned before too, was what I learned personally, this is my personal take on it and perspective and like opinion. It's like, it's the one thing that pushes the needle forward. It's the one thing that makes everything else work. Right. So to your, to your question, yeah, I actually think about it a lot and I plan a lot because I'm just like you have that, uh, you know, that excitement and I like to run with different things, things that excite me. So I don't like to limit myself. People say that's a bad thing, you know, focus on the one thing. Um, but with me, it's just like whatever I feel like I have motivation and passion about, I like to go and try it first to see, um, you know, kind of play it out. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But then at the end of the day, I can never say I never gave it my all. I never tried it. So with the music thing and the business thing, um, really, I like to focus on the one thing that makes it move. And then, you know, with business, you're kind of building a machine that generates uh, revenue and it moves on itself. Once you get to hire a team and start building it, the pieces, put the right pieces in place. So my goal specifically is to, you know, build a business that I can manage and, and kind of run. Um, but at the same time, I'm not going to let that deter me at my other interests because my full passion is music so um, you know we do a lot of things so we got the marketing company um, that, that we started up three years ago since it's all based around video um, we got you know asked to do a wedding two years ago so now we have a wedding videography business um, that's going really well I'm excited to scale that as well um, and then we do stuff on the side so uh, my partner started an entertainment company called Levitated Entertainment and this is stuff that we get funded the stuff that we want to produce right so the marketing company is a lot of videos for clients um, the entertainment company is stuff that we want to produce, right? So we're producing artists, we're producing live studio sessions, live performances. Right now, I'm trying to get funding for a documentary on uh, the book, uh, Think and Grow Rich. Uh, that, that book changed my life. It's been a big impact. I joined a mastermind group on it a couple uh, months ago, and I talked to one of the co-founders of the group, and I'm like, hey, man, there's not really a documentary out there that makes this book, you know, gives this book justice. So on the entertainment side, we kind of go out and produce stuff that we're interested in, stuff that we want to, you know, kind of share with the world so we're doing that um so wins you met him today as well we do uh we, we're starting a record label to produce and publish all of our music to make sure we have all the you know we own all the rights and all the all the all the licenses there um, and then my cousin Carlos he's big into the real estate game so his goal in the five ten years is to start his own brokerage and uh, we're starting to learn about wholesaling so kind of getting into that invest investor market and kind of you know dealing our chips there so how I manage it all, you know, I think when I wake up every morning, I kind of see, I have my plan for my day, but it's always on that one thing that moves the needle forward. So let's say, for example, the marketing. I know sales is what I need to focus on every single day because I know if I get the sales, I can create uh, create revenue there. Same thing with the weddings. With the entertainment company, it's a lot more freedom. It's like, what do I want to create today? And I get super passionate. Like like you said earlier, Colin, like with this podcast, it's something that you're super passionate about that uh, makes you wake up every morning so you can express yourself in a way. So I love creating there. And then uh, I know everything with business, generational wealth is all real estate. So I'm super excited to just learn about real estate, invest in real estate, and kind of move all of our profits into something that's you know generational wealth that way. So I just kind of like make my plan for the day, make my plan for the year. And then I kind of focus on what moves everything going forward. But like you said, it's kind of like, you know, trying to balance a lot of things at once. But I like that. I like I like being able to kind of pour my heart or pour my energy in that moment to whatever is, is talking to me, you know, that day. All right. So what's the biggest challenge in that? I think the biggest challenge when it comes down to trying to manage a lot of things is 
noticing that, hey, I put, you know, two months of effort into the marketing company, so we haven't booked a lot of weddings. Or, you know, I, I didn't release new music. I haven't worked on any songs because we've closed a lot of deals on the marketing side that's keeping me from making music. So I think that's the kind of the balancing side, you know, and I'm also engaged. So I'm, I'm planning my wedding and doing all this stuff at home. Um, so I think that's the only downfall. You're a busy dude. I am a busy dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I am a busy There's one thing I come to conclusion at the end of the show. It's that Jay Carter is a busy guy. Yeah. I love grinding, man. I just love it. Like 12, 14 hour days, it just it's just normal. You know what I mean? I think for you the same thing, man. You're here right now after a full day of running a business. I think it's just the love of it. And I think, you know, balancing a lot comes down to I think we spoke about it before with that book, self-development, all these things. When you got big goals, you gotta move fast and you gotta move consistently. So you know do what you, I mean? but do you feel like it might prevent you from being an expert in a particular area? Because you end up kinda like being average at a bunch of things. I've heard that, yeah. So, you know what I mean? And like that, I, I hear that all the time. Yeah. So like, is it better to like focus on that one thing and be an expert at that one thing versus being a jack of all trades? Yeah, so I've heard of that and I've contemplated that in my mind, but what I've realized, and I've been super blessed to have an amazing team, I actually got talent around me who's better than me at almost everything. So let's say videography, we do amazing videography work. My creative director, he's amazing. So he, he he's like, that's his specialty. On the music side, I've partnered with Wins and he does amazing production and music studio stuff. Um, whenever I wanna uh, you know, invest, in, invest in real estate or do anything to that measure, I got Carlos. So I think what I've been able to do, and I, and I, you know, I kinda pride myself a little bit on this, is I've put myself in a position where I kinda interconnect all my interests and all the things that I kinda wanna grow on. So to be a jack of all traits I just want to be me I don't want to be specifically attached to anything that's saying well okay well he's not such a great marketer because he also does music he does this he does that or um, uh, you know his music would be better if he didn't have a business or if he didn't you know try to to, to do other things so I think with me have you heard that I, have you heard comments like that at the end of the day like not really because at the end of the day the way I feel like is okay yeah you might have a Okay, you might do more sales in a rec, you know, in a marketing agency than I do, or more revenue, and you might have scaled that out. But that's not my goal, and that's not my passion. That's yours. You might have scaled your rev, you know, your revenue in your marketing agency. I dropped two albums. I got three documentaries produced, and I'm going on tour. You get what I'm saying? And I'm doing speaking engagements. So yeah, my, you know, I think that's for me when I look at my overall end goal um, in my life. I want to know that like I just gave so much to the world, gave so much creativity. You know, business is a lot about giving, and you know that as well. Like you create job opportunities, you create career opportunities for people. Um, you give them quality products and services. You know, like like for you, it's a lot of the scooters and stuff like that. For me, it's more marketing and videos. But with me, I don't want to tie myself down to yes, I gave 500 videos a year to uh, you know businesses I grew my agency but I didn't give the world any music I didn't give the world a documentary I didn't express myself creatively in different fields that I know I'm capable of so to me it's not to have the best marketing agency it's not to have you know uh, the biggest agency or the you know the most compared to other people who are that's, that's their only focus to me it's like I'm gonna be the best me that I can be and uh, I just want to give the world as much as I can you know 
So I think when I focus a lot on who am I and who do I want to be, I just see myself doing everything that I'm passionate about. And so the marketing agency, like I'm building that now, but yeah, I want to set it up where I hire someone who's better than me to run it day to day. And the same thing with the weddings, because, um, you know, with the music, I just feel like, you know, it's hard to manifest a lot of things. Like a career, you got time to manifest, you got to put in your time. Podcast, stuff like this we're creating right now, this is live, this is in the moment. Same thing with music. You got inspiration. I can get in the studio. We produce a beat. We make a song. That song could touch a million people's lives in that, in that you know what I mean? I'm in its game. lifetime. Let's go. I'll do it. Hey, let's do a verse. <laughs> let's do a song. Uh, James but, will do it. This yeah. guy is an incredible musician right That's here. why I love it, man. I Artist, love music. I, I love music. So one thing I say is uh, music is a universal language. You know what right. I mean? You don't need mm-hmm. to have you know, the, the same dialect to be able to express yourself and, and communicate through music. So I, I love music, man. It's my passion, for sure. I can go like that. I'd be like, I love music a lot too, but I could listen to your beats and be like, no, I don't like that. Or yeah, I like that. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be a good, I'll be a good listener. <laughs> exactly. exactly. It doesn't sound like Phil Collins or Dave Matthews uh, band and Collins like, yeah. No, a lot of people don't know this, but like, so I, uh, interned at Skylab Recording Studios here in Gainesville. Oh, I love Skylab, yeah. Yeah, when I was in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I loved it, man. I learned a lot about business through that, too. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, Jerry King was, like, running, he's running a business over there, and I was there, and I was shadowing, and I was learning. At the same time, I got to, like, learn how to produce. And it's funny, because I, you know, I got into business, right? And I would have thought that my life was actually going to go into the music business world. Like, I've told people that for years, because I was working at... Uh, Rock 104 on the mm-hmm. productions team. I yeah. was in the I was in the band. I was in a little ska band bouncing around stages. I was working at Sky. <laughs> I was like, dude, like I was pursuing that path because I was like, man, music is my thing. Like I really like music. Yeah. Um and then discovered this opportunity. I was like, oh, we're like completely switched directions, right? But yeah, yeah. still a lot of like what I learned through through those experiences have helped me today. Yeah. And now if, I feel like it's like full circle. It now, is. Like now we're doing podcasts. I got a mic. I got like all this software up and we're recording stuff. <laughs> yeah, I forgot who mentioned <laughs> like, it, but like they said, uh, the the dots always connect backwards. Yeah. And it's so uh, it's true. Interesting. It's so true, man. I've seen it in my life multiple times. Um, you never know why you meet someone at the specific moment. You never know why um, you're, you know, you're interested or you're working on something. And then all of a sudden, it just connects in your front of your eyes. So it's super interesting. Do you see yourself as more of a visionary type that needs like executors yes, to? Exactly. So me and Colin were just talking about same. this. Yeah. Dude, my visions are crazy. And, and what's crazy is, like I said, I might not be always the perfect technician to do it like I can tell you how I want the video let's say I produce a lot of videos right for clients and now I'm getting ready to produce my own stuff you know what I mean I can never tell you specifically use this type of setting use this type of LUT you know what I mean did you did you use uh, uh, you know the right export I just know hey I want to tell this story I want to use this type of, 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 of shots I want to be able to make people feel this when they watch that and then I get the best talent around me that can produce my vision same thing with music right I don't specifically produce the sounds wins is an amazing um, producer you know and shouts out to him he produced 365 beats in 2020 he had a goal he said i'm going to produce a beat a day the whole the whole year and he did it so just people around you who are super passionate and talented who can help you produce your ideas i think that's that's what i've been able to have you know fortunate to to have such a great team around me but as far as vision that that's what you said uh michael that's 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 what i love doing i love putting pieces together and, and, and trying things out like like you said 
um, you, you know, just going for it. Because if you have an idea, and I've learned this a lot of, you know, from self-development, reading books, if the thought enters your mind, you're capable of that. So I get super inspired by my thoughts and, and, and I write it down and I say, if I want that, I'm gonna go after that. So a lot of a lot of visionaries have the critique that comes along with that as, as being too like scatterbrained. And so when you hear a lot about like <laughs> like diversified, like the serial entrepreneurs type, yeah. like like you you've kind of gone in this way where you've you've got you, your hands in so many baskets and we've kind of you know scratched the surface with that. Yeah. But is that out of is that equal parts strategy and like passion, like are you are you better off that way where you're like you know I can I can mix and match jump where I want to whatever whatever feels like it's burning yeah. inside me that day or do you ever feel like y- your lack of ability to focus on one thing might be holding any of the other things back or yeah so two I think both right so like I'm just getting started in business like the business world right I speak to some entrepreneurs like you know you're 17 20 years in the game I'm three years in like oh you haven't even started yet like <laughs> so with me like business is business. I just want to learn. I want to get better at business. It doesn't matter what it is. I can sell cupcakes. I can sell uh, uh, microphones, Gatorade. But right now I'm selling video. I think that's what, and marketing, that's what my specialty is. That's what I put a lot of time into. Um, But at the same time, it all revolves around that. So what do I want to produce? I want to create videos. I want to produce music. So it's all on that creative side. Now I'm getting paid to be creative for clients. I'm just creating their creative. So I try to connect them together as much as I can. Do I get scatterbrained? Yes. And it used to be horrible. So I just got in the process and talking about self-development and kind of learning from yourself, looking within. Um, 2019, I didn't write any of my thoughts down. Not a journal, Mm. not a planner in sight, right? 2020, I filled up five journals with thoughts, ideas, business plans. And uh, I listened to a lot of people, man. Jim Rohn, Tony Robbins. You know, a a lot of people I call virtual mentors because even if they're gone, you know, they always have their writings, their teachings that I'm I'm picking up on, on. picking up on now so you know I, I like to, to to learn about a lot about the things that I want to grow in and, and kind of self-develop on so like with business like you mentioned before you start a business you might do that for three years you might do that another thing for five years or even you know the scooter stuff you kind of pick it up as you go right so business I know I want to continue learning um, no matter what it is later on down the line in life but I know you need sales and marketing for any business mm-hmm. so I think that's why I wanted to specialize in, in that, that specifically to get started it's good um, the, so like on that, you know, you have this ability to like really attract people to you, right? Yeah. Um, it seems like Wins and Carlos are a good example of that, right? Like, yeah. Um, you know, the, <laughs> I guess like how, you know, is that just part of your innate natural ability? Um, is that part of that vision? Are you just able to like really inspire people? Because because you're exactly like me as a visionary. Yeah, that's how we connect. We're on the same wavelength. Yeah, yeah, we're on the same wavelength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I can't describe it any better, man. Like same wavelength. We like to be involved in a bunch of different things. Yeah, we're gonna need executors and integrators in our life all the time. Yeah, we got to be able to inspire people around us. But like one of the things I say, like you're like you're in St. Augustine, Jacksonville area, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but do you like? You know everybody in Gainesville. I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> before the show, you're like, yeah, I saw Elio today, and yeah. I saw Drew Howard today, yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. bounce around town. Like, I mean, you're very well connected, even in this scene, yeah. Right. So, what, like, 
like like why <laughs> yeah so you talk like about how, how did you get there like what causes like what what led to that yeah so you talk about wavelength right i think it's it, with me i focus a lot on energy you know what energy am i giving off what energy am i receiving um you know what's what's colin's perception of me that did, did i give him great energy was i positive with him so talking about attracting i think the reason why i attract a lot of things to me is because not only like we talked about before you put yourself in a position to do that but anyone around me i i i motivate and I give them positivity, right? I, I just make them feel like no matter what's going on, there's a brighter future and you're the key to that future. You know, so for example, Carlos woke up late yesterday. He's like, oh, my alarm clock didn't go off, man, I'm having a bad day. I'm like, dude, you're just getting started. It might be 12, but your day just started. What can you do with this brand new day? And he's like, wow, dude, I went, on, I went for a run. I, you know, I got on some sales calls. I, I got super hyped up after that just because I realized that like sometimes people get consumed with negative thoughts around them. And they just, you know, sometimes they're not aware that like, hey, why am I sad right now? What made me, you know, feel down today or what made me feel uh, bad? And I, with me, the reason why I attract, you know, the attraction is because I'm always going to give you positive energy, even if sometimes I need some positive energy. You know what I mean? I feel like they always, I forgot who said this quote as well. It's like, you can't give something you don't have. So a lot of people who have hate, who have, you know, jealousy and envy, they have that in their heart. So when you meet them, they're just going to give you that. With me, I like to keep love. I like to keep positivity. I like to keep hope in my heart. And that's why you talked about why am I meeting with everybody? It's because I haven't seen Drew. I haven't seen Elio. Let me go give them some energy. Let me go uh, check out what they're, you know, doing. Let them give me some energy, right? Can't tell you how many times um, I speak, I've spoken with someone and they've given me a new idea. Like today, Elio gave me a lot of brand new ideas. Drew himself, um, we spoke about a lot about business, a lot about what his goal are for 2021. Yeah, for everybody who's listening, if you don't know them, we're talking about Elio Piedra yes. from the Fiesta Media, and we're talking about Drew Howard, who was on, they've both been on the show. Great guys, man. Um, Elio was like in an early, early, early yeah. episode, um, and Drew Howard from Always True. Yes. We're, we're repping here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you're no, I, here. I'm in Gainesville, man. I, I love what he's been able to do, but that's what you say, like the networking thing, and I learned it from one of my early mentors, and I've always been a hustler, so no matter what it is, right? So um, when I was young, my first business, I started with Summer Blades. I think I was 12 years old. Printed out on, uh, I think it was Microsoft Paint. I made a graphic that says Summer Blades with like the most clip art, lawn, <laughs> lawnmower you've ever seen. And I started putting them in everybody's mailboxes, and I said, here's my phone number. I had 10 clients that, that summer and I, you know what I mean? I was 12 years old, just mowing lawns. So I always had that hustle. But I've also, you know, learned, you know, through my mentors when I was younger, through college and everything. And, you know, UF is a great school, but sometimes what I realized, everybody's getting the same education, but who did you meet while you were there, right? Who did you get to connect with? Those people are on, they're doing their own things. They're in their own career fields. So my mentor said, hey, if you're in college, I want you to meet three people a week. Just, it don't matter if it's on a bus, I don't matter, it don't matter if you're going to class, like if you're on the other side of class, sit somewhere else. Sit somewhere on the other side of class and just be like, hey, you know, what class, what other classes are you taking? Just make conversation and meet people. And then he's the one that taught me as well, like if you're gonna go into career field, call 20 people in that field and say, what do you like about it? What don't you like about it? What do you wish you knew before you got into this career field? So now I know relationships are the key to business, I know the relationships are key to life, so I just like to keep them strong, man, because I understand at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if we ever do business together, um, but I might have a connection for you, you might have a connection for me, and uh, you know, the greatest things in life are built on relationships, so, you know, especially with your spouse and whoever it is, business partners, so I love to just keep that connection with people, it, it really is like a, a true passion for me to just connect with people. So key. Yeah. Like, so, like I, I mean, 
when a lot of people ask me, because like you said, I've been doing this 17 years, like yeah. what would you have done differently? Yeah. Like if you were to go back and do it, like what would you have done differently? I tell people all the time, I'm like, I would have gone out more and networked like in those first few years. Exactly. Like I, uh, you know, I had my head down, I was working, like oh, we were working long days in those early, like, but I was in the office on my computer, working day and night, you know, but I was never, I was not getting out and meeting anybody. Yeah. It wasn't until much later on in my entrepreneurial career where I was like, all right, actually, it kind of like the, I, I was even paying for the Chamber of Commerce like sticker that was yeah. on my door, and like that actually that's what actually led to me starting to make some moves there because I like, you know, received the bill, exactly <laughs> you know, to renew this membership. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I've never I've never done anything. <laughs> like I like pick up the phone, call the chamber. I'm like. Yeah, so I've got this like decal on my window, but literally I've never yeah. like done anything. Like, exactly. what what am I paying for? Yeah, you know. And that, they came out like immediately. Stacy from the chamber was like, "Let me come out there. Let me meet you. Let, let me show you what you can do." You know, and and got me connected right exactly. away. It's like you got to make you actually got to make that effort. You got to put to effort get in. out. And now, dude, now like <laughs> debated like probably one of the more connected people in Gainesville. Oh man, right? I, lo like, I love, you're talking about attracting stuff. I love what you've been able to do here, man. It's just, so, you know, marketing I love, you know, not only because you get to connect with business owners, but just the fact that like, these are people, these are people with experiences, these are people that have wisdom to share with you. You know what I mean? Um, and I love it, man. Like what you've been able to do with this show, I think you said 136 we're on right now. Like Episode 136? How does, uh, so let me, yeah. let me, let's get on record on that. How does that feel, man, from, from day one, from episode one to now? Um, what's been your experience with this show and like, what are you most proud of? the guest who becomes the interviewer. <laughs> um, dude, I'm most proud of the impact. Uh, the, yeah. the little, the stories that like not everybody hears, yeah. you know, the LinkedIn messages of, you know, I watched this episode and it changed my life or like I literally made this change in my life because of this episode yeah. or, you know, like those things, like you cannot put a dollar amount on those exactly. things. Like, I don't know how to, do, like, you can't do it. Like the relationships, people, you know, we're not making money, not yet. Like, I think it will one day, but like the, where's the value for me? It's this, exactly. it's, the, it's the relationship. I get to like, you know, and, and then the opportunity to connect people, you know. Exactly, yeah. I've had the opportunity to like really help other people build relationships. I mean, I was talking to a buddy of mine last week. I actually put him on the show yeah. with somebody completely random and now they're like tight. Exactly, like they're, like, yeah. they're like really good friends and they like communicate with each other all the time. They text each other all the time and they met right here on the show. Exactly, yeah. And like that, I. I can't put a dollar amount you on can, you. That, like that's that's the that's the whole thing. Yeah, and we're talking about you know making money. Money money is just energy, and I feel like you've you've put in so much energy energy into this show, into just doing this from your heart. And the and you know I've always learned and kind of realized in my life the world has to pay you back. So like you talk about all the value that you've received just from the connections and and you know the the being able to do such an impact for people, um, it's gonna come around full circle. You know you might never know when it is and you might not know how it's gonna come back to you, but it, it definitely is. Uh, yeah, I believe that. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. So, but at the, at the end of the day, I just love doing it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's fun, right? Like we get to get in, get in here, have a conversation, yeah, record yeah, yeah, it, yeah. share it with the world, share stories. Like I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, yeah. you never know what's gonna happen from. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah. Um, what you got? No, I, just piggybacking on that, I just think about the 
the Mike Bertuffalo's of the world who, who like you hear ultimately made the decision to move their business to Gainesville and this podcast had something to do with it. And I just think that that's cool. And the, and the education that, that we get just from being able to pick apart 136 plus guests yes. and, and hear what they've learned through the pain points, the successes and being able to apply that, whether it's a athlete or a business person or a lemonade tycoon or, or whoever, whoever it may be, being able to apply that to anything and learn from it. it it's just, it's an incredible, the access that we've been able to get. And, and, you know, we, we get a lot of credit, I guess, for, for doing this, but it, it's really, it's it's so fortunate that we're able to to interview these people and learn from it ourselves that it's an, it's just been incredible. So I just kind of wanted to throw those thoughts yeah. out there in yeah, terms of man. what this podcast has been able to do. But, I yeah. love that, man. So my question, so I have a question in yeah. regards to like all all this stuff that you're doing. Like, how many times have you hit that wall? Oh my god! Like, do you do you burn out? Like because so I, I many feel times. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I like this is an important <laughs> this is an important topic because I can tell you like me being one of those people. You know, like I'll just hit a wall, man, yeah. and I'll burn out, and like I just don't want to be around anybody, yeah. and like, you know, and, and there's always the question. In fact, I saw like Gary Vee like talking about something like this the other day because some girl was asking him about about burnout, and he was like, yeah. right, "Is it burnout or are you just bored of that thing?" Yeah, like, I, I feel so like there's a lot of like because now it's like oh, like there. <sighs> I don't know if it's, yeah. there's a lot of discussion in 2020 2021 about mental health yes like the things things that, things that weren't discussed yes. before so you know is it is it a mental health thing is it is it burnout is it you're just not like you're just bored of whatever yeah. you were doing you know so i'm just i really want to hear your perspective super, on burnout how many times it's yeah. i mean you said 2018 was when it started yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah. it's only been you know three years yeah. so like I'm super excited you brought that up because this is really something that's close to my heart. So, um, you know, mental health is a big issue with entrepreneurs and it's not talked about enough. Mm. Um, and uh, I actually went through depression for about, I would say, six to eight months. And the first couple of months, you don't even know you're depressed. You don't even know why your, your, your feelings and emotions are so black hole, like no purpose, just totally in a way where you're kind of dragging along. And I didn't know, right? I didn't know my entire life I was never depressed like really just mental health like you know and I think depression is encompassed with mental health is specifically in the entrepreneurship you know and I, the reason like I feel like it's so hand in hand is because when you're first starting out right your whole life has been you've been told what to do go to class on this time you know what I'm saying you have a set schedule you know what you're doing you know what you're doing every day go work from this time to this time when you take the leap of faith and you jump off that cliff it's really on you you know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of the things come down to, you know, self-questioning, you know, self-awareness. Like, am I doing the right thing? Why do I even do this? You know, what are my parents thinking? Uh, um, what are my friends thinking? That that a lot of anxiety that came from not being sure. Because entrepreneur, entrepreneurship is not a sure thing. It's not something that you have a clear end, that you have a set path. And I think when I went through it personally, um, it affected me a lot, man. It affected me to the point where, like, you have those walls where you want to give up. And... And um, 
And, uh, you know, I questioned a lot of things about myself and, and I felt like a failure and all these things because entrepreneurship is just like anything else. You have to put the time in and people don't really talk about that a lot. You know, eight months of entrepreneurship isn't, isn't nothing. And at that point, you're like, you're thinking everything you're doing is failing. You know, you're not making a lot of money, if at all. I think I read a statistic that said like 80% of entrepreneurs make less than 60000 to 70000 a year. Like, and that's 80%. So it's just like, you're doing it for the freedom. You're doing it for the money. But then you realize you don't have no freedom because you're working 14 hour days what are you doing it for like and uh it's a lot of pressure man so i think you know speaking on that topic i'm glad you brought it up because a lot of people don't really talk about the startups and and feeling that kind of anxiety and pressure and depression when they first started out and uh it's real man i went through it and um i think a lot of the things that helped me was becoming self-aware slowing down right and um meditation man i started meditating i started asking myself questions and I started realizing like why are you doing this Uh, what's making you feel like you're a failure what do you really want to do what's your purpose you know what I mean I think slowing down and really think about that um, and you know looking inward for stuff a lot of entrepreneurs a lot of people look outward for answers and they ask other people and stuff like that about opinions but at the end of the day it's what you feel in your heart what what is your internal you know kind of spidey senses what's tingling what's really getting you going and I think you know on that topic, it's just something that uh, there should be a lot more research and a lot more people talking about it. When did you realize that you were burnt out? Like in that moment when it's depression, all that stuff. Like what? I'll like, tell you the truth. What, this what is kind of this You're is like, a crazy oh, dude, story. Like, so my friend had a, a bachelor a bachelor cruise. We went on a cruise. He was getting married. I went on a cruise, man, and it was so hard. Like I had bills I had to pay, right? I, I wasn't making no money, no revenue, and I was like, oh my god. I think there was one time I told I told my fiance she didn't she didn't know this. Um, I woke up at three in the morning. I had to come up with like eighteen hundred dollars in like bills, and I, I was paying people and stuff like that. And I had I literally was under, and um, I was walking around the neighborhood at three a.m. just trying to figure out like I had like ten days to do it. Like how am I gonna do this? And um, it was one of those moments. And then I went on a cruise and I was standing at the edge of the cruise. I'm looking out at this black abyss and I'm like, what would happen if I just fell in and just disappeared into this black water? Like, you know, and I never had thoughts of suicide, nothing like that to the extreme that I would do it. But that thought crossed my mind and I'm like, whoa, I'm not okay right now. Like I really, and I was standing there crying. I was just expressing all this emotion because a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of people like to hold it in. You know what I mean? They like to put on the front. Everything is great. I got this Lambo. I got this. You know what I mean? Especially on social media, people get a different perspective. You should sell your Lambo. That would pay. (laughs) If you would get this perception, like it's all beautiful, but people love to see the growth. People love to see you from starting from nothing to growing. And I feel like people just want to show the end result. So, you know, to answer your question, I was standing there. I'm looking, I'm looking across this water in the pitch black dark and there's no Nobody around me I'm like if I just disappear right now like you know just all this pain and hurting would just disappear and so I, after that cruise I got really scared I scared myself with that thought came home talked to my family talked to my girl about it and I was like listen man like I'm going through a lot of stuff right now and um, I really just took time away from the business like, like a week or two and I just did nothing and I just stayed at home I appreciated little things I went on walks and I just breathed and that's, that's when I started finding meditation I think my dad recommended it to me um, to, to listen to Joe Dispenza amazing amazing uh, 
think he's a neuroscientist. And I started listening to his meditations and it just says like, you know, listen to yourself. Like what's hurting you? Why is that hurting? What caused that? And just speaking to yourself in that way kind of started shifting to, oh, I feel that way because of this. And I can, I can, I can control that. Oh, I'm feeling this way because of that. And I can control that. So all the stuff that felt like it was out of control in my life, that it was just going and, you know, with no, you know, no, no control over it. I started realizing, hey, if I just change this one thing, I'll be able to change my mindset on it. So it was tough, man. It was a tough period of my life, but I'm grateful for it, you know, because it, it taught me a lot about myself and it taught me a lot about life in general. So, you know, I'm here, I'm here now because of it. So it's, it was a tough time. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because there's probably a lot of people who are in that place now, just given given the fact that we just went through 2020 and oh, there's yeah. so many people who are on the verge of losing their businesses and yeah. probably in various, like, how am I going to pay these bills? There's no income. And, you know, is it the circumstances that lead to burnout? That's you know, what cause, I'm... Because I'm kind of... Yeah. You know, because actually, like, when I was starting this question... My thought process was like, dude, you do so much. How am I not getting burned like, out? How are you not getting burned out? Because you're like, you're all over the place. Yeah. Like, if you're doing all these things, like, do you just hit a, hit a wall, like, do a, like physical exhaustion and burnout? And then this is a little bit different, right? Yeah. Like, it feels yeah. like yeah. boredom with something where it's like you have your hands in so many different things that how, how could you get burned out if each thing has its own potential? Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it, it's always new life, you know, because. I think, like I said, to answer your question, you're talking about burnout. I think burnout comes from physical and mental exhaustion on the mental health side. Because with me, if I if I know, hey, my body's getting burnt out, then I know I need to rest my body, and it's my mind could keep going. So, like the meditation, if I'm feeling my body being exhausted, hey, lay down for an hour. Like control your energy. You're giving. You gave too much energy today, and you didn't receive any. So of course your body's gonna act like, hey, what are you doing? You didn't feed me today. And I know you're an entrepreneur. It's been days four or five p.m. I haven't eaten a meal yet. Right. And I'm like, what are you doing? You know, you know, feed yourself, give yourself some energy. So I think the burnout comes from you're not managing your energy right. You're you're going. You're you're kind of spreading yourself too thin. So I think the meditation helped me with that a lot because if I know my energy's off. I need to relax, I need to lay down, I need my body to recover, I need to give myself some nutrients. Um, but a lot of people burn out in things where they don't want to give energy to that or they don't feel like they have the passion behind it. Because you said this, this podcast is your passion. Like, No one needs to tell you, hey man, you better show up at six to do this podcast. <laughs> You're excited to do it, man. Right. So I think with me, I kind of flipped the needle on its head and I realized I don't get burnt out because I'm not done doing that yet. I'm excited to get up early because I want to move the needle just one more inch in there. So I think with me, it's, it's all about perspective. How does your mind feel about that? Because if you feel like it's work, if you feel like, oh God, I got to do this today, you're going to get burnt out super quick because it's not something you're passionate about. You know what I mean? You're going to hit that wall and, and that turns to procrastination and, and the whole spiral. I think there's a huge difference between burnout and boredom. Like, yeah. Like, we've seen it, especially through COVID, there's a lot of people, you know, business, entrepreneurs, like, they tie their identity to their business and the idea of it failing, right, is such a such a blow, but they took that, they took that risk and, and that's kind of the bets that they put versus somebody that maybe doesn't take those risks, has their quote unquote nine to five job, yeah. but maybe is bored out of their mind from it because they never push themselves, but they don't have that, that like failure to confront or that potential failure to confront. So yeah. it's like, not you can't get burnout from that job, but it's a different thing. Like you can get bored of something cause it's the same monotony over and over yeah. and over again, but the burnout 
you know, it's a little, it's a little bit different. I think the burnout is more your soul, like your fulfillment, yeah, right? Your, so your passion's not there. Yeah, I think Tony Robbins said progress equals happiness. Like if you're doing the same job for years and you're not progressing in anything, you're gonna lose some fulfillment in your heart and your soul. Like what am I really putting my energy and passions behind? What am I improving on? You know what I mean? And I think that's the thing with burnout. It's just like you're, 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 you're internally sick and tired of doing the exact same thing and getting the same exact result every single time. You're not seeing any growth anywhere. You know, so I think you're right, man. Like the, the whole burnout thing really comes down to, you know, what am I doing, but am I fulfilled? Because if you're growing as a person or if you're growing in your business or whatever it is that you're putting your time to, you're going to get that feedback. You're going to get that, ah, oh, it's working. It's working. So I think burnout is just like, I'm doing the same thing. It's not working. Nah, that's, I'm not getting nothing what, back. You, you know what amplifies that too? And you, you'll know this from being a social media guy is yeah. the fact that you see you you see friends and success. family and other, yeah other oh people all, other people on social media and you start the comparison game I hate right you, that. you like see like oh like man like they're so successful like they're doing it they're crushing it oh my gosh they just picked up another client they just picked like you like you see it online yeah and and then you feel like you're stuck on this wheel and not going anywhere exactly just the running in place and like the self compare game is horrible so I'll tell you a person that's why I'm asking like that's yeah. why I'm curious is like is it like circumstance I'm trying to like reflect you're trying back to put on a my, needle on it yeah, yeah. Like, I really am like cause I'm trying to reflect on my own career yeah and things like you know I want to be genuinely happy for everybody else yeah. but, but I think but I think it's very difficult to be if your circumstances suck exactly right I, and I think you can achieve burnout and depression like quicker if you're unable to make payroll on Friday <laughs> yeah most right? definitely but, like if cash is flowing in, things are good, like you're probably not gonna get as burnt out. Right? I don't know. I'm just so the, <laughs> I'm yeah, to, like, it's connect different these too because most of the most of some of the wealthiest people in the world are depressed. But I'll tell you this, like talking yeah, about that right. like comparison. So subconsciously everybody compares, right? But it's because they're not looking at their own grass being greener. You're not they're not being grateful for what they already have. And this is what I learned for myself, 2019, I didn't write nothing. In 2020, I wrote five journals. I look back at my goals in January from 2020, accomplished mm -hmm. those. I can't be grateful for that if I didn't remember remind myself that that used to be a goal for me. So I would look back to see who was that person last year. What were their goals? What were their motivations? Social media plays a, a, a crazy, horrible game that is kind of, you know, messed up. I think the society in a whole because, you know, so one of my fiance's, uh, my fiance's sister, her friend has like a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. Beautiful girl. Called her the other day crying. She was depressed. She was insecure. She felt like she felt ugly. Beautiful girl. And I'm like, from the outside in, you cannot tell she's crying on the phone right now because she feels ugly. You get what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I think, you know, being genuine, showing transparency, showing real colors um, has been blurred by social media. And I think a lot of people who are in certain positions, you know, compare themselves and they make they dig themselves a hole and make themselves feel worse than what is actually a facade. You know what I mean? And I feel like, you know, like you mentioned before, some people can be millionaires and be depressed and all these stuff. So I think just being super grateful about what you have and being super happy and, and, and fulfilled with, hey, yeah, I might not have that, but I have this. I think J. Cole, I love one of his songs called Love Yours. And it's like, everybody's gonna have something, but they don't have what you got. You know what I mean? Someone someone, uh, someone is wanting to have what you have. I have this quote I said, I said, uh, I stopped comparing myself to other people when I realized those people were probably comparing themselves to somebody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, why am I gonna play that game? So it's just tough, man. I wish people were more aware of themselves and, 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 and more aware that everything's not always what it seems. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? No, for sure. Especially on social media. <laughs> right. Yeah, especially on there. Uh, so it's tough, though. It's tough. Perspective, uh, man. Yeah. Big time. I mean, we got to wrap this up in a minute. It goes by quick, doesn't it? Yeah, I loved uh, it, man. It was but, awesome. But let's dive into. So, you, I mean, you were talking about like mentorship earlier. Yeah. It sounded like you had like a really good mentor, right? So, like different mentors. So, like I, spoke, like I spoke on. So, the way I look at it is who is where I want to be or who is has more knowledge in a certain area. So like I told you about like Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. He's my mentor, but he's dead. He's been dead for years. But he had his writings and his teachings, he's my mentor. I'm, I'm studying him, all of the things he spoke about life, you know, personal development and business. So, you know, like I said, I call them virtual or, or, or whatever mentors, but like just people who have been somewhere where you want to get to who can teach you with their wisdom and their life. So I have uh, mentors now that are, you know, still in business and, and kind of doing things like that. But, you know, I also pride myself on finding the mentors that were never there. When I was young, I was like, I need somebody to help me. I need somebody this. And like you said, it's never about needing it. It's about attracting it. I started attracting people to me who were on the same goal and the same purpose by just doing what I was doing and just going after what I wanted. So um, the mentors that I speak of are both, you know, people that, I've connected through business and in life, even my clients. Like, you know, there's clients that I have who are doing amazing in their business, been in the game 15, 20 years. Like, and then when we speak about marketing, whatever, it gets to that life. So, yo, how did you do this? And how did you file your taxes? And just stuff like that where you learn about business. So I have mentors everywhere. I just, I'm, I'm super grateful to have people who, you know, give me their time and their knowledge. And I call them all my mentors. How would you, cause you're still in this startup phase. So I, so I hear you on the virtual stuff, but how would you advise somebody to actually, you know, find, find a mentor as a startup business? Yeah, so I think one thing with me is what, what like specifically, let's say if you're doing school or whatever it is, um, if you're in college, you know, what career field do you want? Who's there already? Find somebody who can kind of show you the ropes. I think that's a mentor. With business, who's in that same industry? Who's in that same niche? Who's doing the same things you want? But I think, you know, personal development is just like, who is out there that has published work, who's writing something, who's posting YouTube videos, even on these podcasts, man, like you learn from life itself. I've watched a couple episodes here and I've learned a lot of things about business just by the guests that you've had. So it's just like, who do I wanna connect with that I know aligns with my purpose and my goals? And how can I give them value? Because once you give them value, you know, like I said, the world works, it's kinda like it has to give you that value back. So I think to, to answer your question, to find a mentor, um, figure out what your purpose is, figure out what you want your path to be, and find people on a similar path as you. That's good. We usually save this one for the side hustle, but I'm gonna go ahead and ask you now. If we could connect, if this podcast could connect you with anybody, who would it be? With anybody? Yeah. Oh man, I think uh, I think Gary V changed my life. So I think definitely him. Um, like I said, man, uh, I didn't have no you know entrepreneurs in my family, so I'm the first one. I'm the first one to graduate from college. My parents, are, uh, my mom's an immigrant. She came from Nicaragua. Uh, my dad moved here from Puerto Rico when he was two. You know the American dream. They just hustled. They 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 built an incredible life for me. So many opportunities um, that I was you know grateful to have. And I think you know for me, being able to see someone who just said go out and go do it. And, 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 and be able to just talk to me in a level where he connected with me, I think Gary Vee, I think I credit him for at least igniting something in me. So I think, you know, if it's one person, you know, it'd be, it'd be him for sure. When did you first discover Gary Vaynerchuk? That was two, end of 2017. So like, um, graduated college, I saw him on, uh, 
I saw him on a podcast. I saw him on uh, Charlemagne the God, The Breakfast Club. They were interviewing him. He was talking about flipping, like, I think he was talking about flipping, like, Hot Wheels or something, whatever yeah. it was. I'm like, this guy's energy is crazy. You're talking about infectiousness yeah. and, like, attractiveness. I'm like, who is this guy? Found out, started going through all his content. I'm like, wow, like, this guy, you know, he, yeah, people say he says the same thing, but he drills it in your head that, like, it's about you, whatever you want. Don't listen to nobody else and, and just go for it. So I went down his whole rabbit hole, followed him for a while, and I still go back to his content. But like I said, with me now, it's more specifically on what do I want to prove on this week? If it's something on real estate, I'm going to find out who's giving real estate knowledge. I'm going to follow them for this two weeks. Or if it's something with marketing, who's who's got the new marketing knowledge? But Gary Vee definitely was the first one to let me know, hey, man, you can go ahead and do this. <laughs> so, yeah. That's good. Yeah, man. You think he's going to own the Jets one day? I know he is. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It don't yeah, matter how long. Crazy? It's, like, he's going to be 71. It. it don't matter. It, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's the same thing. I love that you guys have on the wall, like, just 30, 50 years down, down the road. Because one of the things I learned, right, so... Can you read it? It says the president of the United States. Exactly. You're <laughs> <laughs> hey, probably going to venture into politics. Uh, I love it. I want to get into politics. But it doesn't matter. No, I don't know. You know, they say, they say you, always, you always overestimate what you can do in one year, but you'll always <laughs> underestimate what you can do in five because the mind can't calculate compounded growth. Right. So I love that, the fact that like, hey, I don't care how long it takes, I'm going to get that and I'm going to figure out a way to do it. So I just love the aspect of like writing it out and like I said, the Jets, He's gonna do it one day. It doesn't matter how yeah. long it takes. It's almost like something about putting it out in the world. You gotta put like it put out. out in the universe, like speaking it. You know, I always tell, I always point to this property as that for me. Like I just spoke it out into the world. I was like, yeah, oh, I'm gonna own this. Property. I'm excited to see what you get, Colin. I know you said, hey, this isn't paying yet, but you're gonna have your own big show, and then you're gonna invite me back because we talked about <laughs> it on on this episode. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I remember when we were talking about we bringing you back. I can't, wait. I can't wait for the callback. Episode. Now we got 20 million listeners. Can exactly, you it? bro. Oh my gosh. Exactly. I'm so excited. So excited for you guys. I love uh, it, man. That's uh, awesome. Super yeah, dude. I'm, I'm glad you came, man. It was I'm a lot, super it was a lot excited. Of fun. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Man. Well, like, you know, it's funny. Uh, I mean, talking about connections and kind of going back to the network. Yeah, I mean, we connected online first. Yeah, like yeah. probably Instagram. If I had to, yeah. So, it, but maybe it was was it Instagram. It was man. Like you said, the network and stuff. I just love seeing people doing great things, man. And like, I love that you did it from the passion and from the heart. And like you said, it's not about the money. It's about being able to make an impact. And I just I just loved it, man. And I've been following your episodes. Every, I think the first episode was like 82 or something like that. So it's been That's a while. That's where you found us? Yeah, 82? yeah. Something like that. Somewhere something in there. Like, something like that. And, uh, you know, i just been following ever since. And I'm like, man, I got to come. That one time I just pulled up. I was like, I'm going to look up his address. Yeah. I'm going to just come see him. Oh, yeah. Like, you just <laughs> like stop by. Was yeah. it, were we operating or like business was open? No, I had a shoot at UF. So we were doing a, we were doing a video shoot for UF. And I'm like... Um, I think it was last year. I forgot what time it was. But yeah, you, you guys were messaged operating. me like, yeah, yeah, come by. Yeah, you were like, yeah, I'm here. And I'm Dude, like, all right, cool. cool, I'm pulling up. Yeah. <laughs> I remember was, vaguely, yeah. I, mean, yeah, I, you I, get, I remember that you came, you but gave I just me a don't whole remember tour. like the circumstances. Like, I don't remember what it was, was but you not. gave me a whole tour and I and I was like and I was like, love the love the I feel setup, like, Was man. it in COVID? It was like when stuff was shut down or not? I don't I know. I think it was honestly like probably like a little bit after summer, like okay. July, August. But yeah, yeah, you said, hey man, you know, we're going to do this show. You're welcome day. anytime, brother. I know, I know, man. I love it, man. Like you said, we manifest all of our thoughts and you said in that day, you said, hey man, we're going to do an episode soon. And I said, let's do it. Yeah. And we're here today. So. Well, I absolutely agree with writing stuff down. Yes. Like when, like, 
and I've talked about this before, but like I have my goals on my mirror in my bathroom. So I read, I read them every morning when I'm brushing my teeth, every night when I'm brushing my teeth, they're like right there, just going through them. Yes. I even have like little check boxes on things. So I have a keep a Sharpie right there and I check it off as I go throughout the year. Like it's been, that's been critical to my success. It has. And I'm big time yeah. visionary. So like this is my I vision, this it, is my bro. vision board. I put it all out there. I, <laughs> I, I map it, out the year and then I constantly reread it. And I'm like, you know, kind of going back to the one thing. Am I doing, am I doing something today that's actually gonna get me one step closer to this stuff up here or am I not? And and so I push myself every day to do it. that. So I would encourage everybody to do yes. that. Um, this has been great, man. Where can our audience connect with you? So uh, everywhere, it's uh, J. Carter Martin, J-A-Y-C-A-R-T-E-R-M-A-R-T-I-N on all platforms, on uh, jcartermartin.com as well. And then my business is at Dream Dedicated uh, and dreamdedicated.com as well. So that's my main company, the marketing agency. Really fast, last question. Yeah. Being in the social media world, video world, like up and coming, anything that you see out there that's like trending right now that you think is gonna like hit, be big, Ooh. people should keep their eyes Clubhouse on. Clubhouse is huge. Clubhouse. I think Clubhouse, we connected on Clubhouse. Um, just give, man, just just give on social. I think we talked about a lot of people use social media the wrong way, right? They compare themselves and all this stuff. Social media is a networking tool. Literally, like we connected on there. Whoever you want to connect with, don't use it as something that you view as like, oh, I'm going to compare myself or I'm not posting enough content. I'm not doing all this stuff. There's real people on there that you can make true, genuine, lifelong connections. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to know Colin for life now. You know what I mean? Because we spent this hour together. Um, so I would say, you know, trends, apps or whatever, they're all a tool and use them right and use them the way that, that, that fit for you. So that's my best advice for everything. It's good. Michael, final thoughts to kick off February, man. Oh man, I, I I'm gonna have one more question on it because okay. like I hear like like all these platforms and I get told like I, I age out of a lot of these. It's tough to stay relevant. Like as we get older, we're getting old. Yeah, and like no, like, y'all are super we, young. We, get so out we, used of to, we used to talk about like our so our scooter our primary demographic is 18 to 22. They're college students, at the University of Florida, and it's and it's wild how like. Like I don't feel old at all, but when you're constantly dealing with eighteen to twenty-two year olds and this new stuff comes up, it's hard to keep pace with it. You do a really good job of it, Try. Um, but but I've recently, oh not recently, but like I feel like some people use platforms, social media platforms, only a certain way. Like Instagram is for this, Facebook is for this. So hearing you talk about, you know, its purpose is not to compare people and air out stuff and and do that, but it's to network. Like, do you subscribe to that belief at all that certain platforms should be this way or only put this content or, or anything? like that nah, I don't it's a channel man it's a channel to express yourself to push something out into the world that people can find doesn't matter there's all these stipulations and all this stuff if you make a video put it everywhere because there's people on YouTube that, that might not be on Facebook it doesn't matter what type of content it is but just give people an ability to find you and connect with you I think that's that's the biggest key it's just like you can put, of course you can put all these stipulations on you should do this and you should do that but at the end of the day it's meant for you to share and express your your, your content your creativity so I think you know just just let people find you so I think it and especially in a sales driven world, like like there's a lot of, uh, whether it's entrepreneurs or business owners or whatever that, that start to push, uh, not push, I don't wanna use the wrong word, but they're, <laughs> they're employees into using their own personal social accounts to make advertising or to, to sell product or whatever. Um, maybe they're paid on commission or whatever and, and they realize the, the value of social media, but you get a little bit of pushback from these people that don't necessarily wanna use their personal yeah. social media for that. So, so what's your, what's your commentary? I mean, obviously like, yeah. like people want to make money and they want to hustle, but they, they don't want to sacrifice what's like their account for it. Yeah. So what do you say I, to that? I think, so everybody has 
different perspectives and opinions, of course. But I think I learned early on, people don't buy product, they buy you. They don't buy product, they buy you. Show your dog. If you like dogs, this is my business page. I have a dog, I love my dog, I'm gonna show you that I like dogs. Someone's gonna buy a scooter from you because they have the same dog as you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So, dude, I think a lot of people overthink stuff, uh, especially funny. with entrepreneurship. But dude, I, I, I read this quote today and it said like, just be yourself because if you're not, someone who's trying to find you will, ne will never find you. So just be yourself, man. The world, the world is accepting and the world has its place for everybody. Cool, man. Love yeah. it. It's been fun. It's been awesome. Thanks so much for joining us, man. Thank you guys so much. Thanks to the team that made this show possible. We got James Leitner back here, Sarah Lentz. Oh, she's not recording right now on the social. She's <laughs> preparing, she's getting ready. And of course, my co host, Michael Dees. Michael Dees. <laughs> And podcast fam, if you were driving and didn't have a chance to write down the information of our incredible sponsors, just know that you can find it in the show notes of this episode. Just go down to the description, uh, find the link there. You can connect with all of the people that make this show awesome and uh, and make the show happen. And of course, you can find them on our website at whoagnv.com forward slash sponsors. Uh, definitely go connect with them. Like Mike said, they are the ones that make this happen. We uh, go give them money so they give us money. <laughs> uh, I couldn't put it any better myself. That was, that was great. And, uh, and as we wrap up today's episode, we want to thank the UF Mover guys for their support of the show. These guys have 50 team members and eight trucks ready to help you move here in Gainesville, you guys. The UF Mover Guys provide full-service moving services and even have climate-controlled storage. They provide loading and unloading services onto rented trucks, shipping containers, and pods. Whether you are moving out of town or moving into town, they've got you. Last-minute moves are not a problem. These guys are available seven days, of <laughs> seven days a week. They've been serving the area for over 10 years. They don't charge travel or fuel fees on local moves and no move is too big or too small give our friends brad and jordan at uf mover guys a call when you're preparing for your next move call them at 352-415-0886 again that's 352-415-0886 or visit them at ufmoverguys.com <laughs> and of course, when you do say, I heard you on the WHOA GNV podcast, the podcast bringing you businesses and individuals that make you go, whoa, we will see you later. Bye.